Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. All right. This episode, Briggs and I welcome to the barn Chloe and Jake from the young indie emo band from around here called Who's Bella. You know, the premise of the podcast is pretty simple. Artist comes in, plays something new, and then we talk to them about where that idea came from. This is a little bit of a different perspective. We've had a couple of young people on the podcast before, and uh, I really like this. I figure that it's just as interesting whether or not this is an established artist or not. So in this situation, we were really happy to have Chloe and Jake in for this one and hear it from a brand new point of view. Someone before they're all cynical, before the, the businesses got to them, before they get lost in what they think they should do. And uh, it's awesome. You hear some of the real pureness uh, behind what they're thinking and what they're doing. At the same time, you can hear these really strong influences, which I'm happy they were happy to talk about as well. As always, thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you for the great word of mouth. And if you want to get in touch with us, themusepodcast.com, hit the contact button, or The Muse Podcast on all social media. Ladies and gentlemen, who's Bella? I fell asleep to an alarm and jumped out was afloat in a vast sea of green no one to be seen drowning I never found it comfortable so after looking around I reached toward the stars and you reached out My thoughts are being mean to me 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 Your voice laid out across my ears Like your hair under my chin I'm sorry, I won't ever leave you alone again Tingles the set of your eyes Twinkle in mine Could this be, could this be My thoughts are being mean to me My thoughts are being mean to me My thoughts are being Thoughts are being mean to
Wow, what a right great on. song. It's awesome. Yeah. Beautiful. Have a seat. Woo. Relax. Yeah. Nice work. Thank you. Why don't you guys introduce one another? That's probably nicer than making one another. So. <laughs> oh no. So Chloe, why don't you? All right. So uh, this is this is Jake Grazer. He's the uh, guitarist in Who's Bella. And this is this is Chloe Minicucci. She's the lead vocalist for Who's Bella. Yeah. Great. Now, Who's Bella is actually uh, there are more uh, members in the band. Is that correct? Yeah, there's six of us. Yes. Do you want to run at least their names so that they'll all be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so that everyone will be happy. Give everyone a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you remember everybody's name? I don't know. About, uh, it's too many of them. Okay. So on the other guitar, uh, we got Xavier. He's a yeah, and uh, <laughs> he's a yeah. He's a yeah. And uh, on drums we have Hunter, and bass we have Shannon, and keys we have Tegan. Ooh, keyboard player. Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> Very nice. That's awesome. How long has the uh, band been together? Who's Bella is the name of the band, right? Yeah. So how yep. long has that band been together? About a year and a half right now. Eh, a little bit more than a year. I a don't know if it's about a half yet. Because we, we started in February of 2017. Yeah. yeah. So how did that come together? Were you in bands before? Uh, this is I, a it, funny, all, funny it story. Was, it was all through my parents' business called PMAC. It's right. Portsmouth Music and Arts Center. They have... Pretty much it's like a community music school. Yeah. And uh, I met everyone uh, from uh, from in Who's Bella fr- through that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we pretty much, there was like some event that I played with Chloe, Shannon, and Tegan. Right. You, and did you play that one? Yeah, I played. I wasn't playing with oh, you Oh, that's guys, right. That's what it was. But we played in separate bands. But uh, I met them and I already knew Tegan because we were the same age. Right. Yeah. And um we uh and they were thinking of creating their own band and I was like, "Hey, want me c- could I join?" Cuz yeah. yeah. and uh, I originally played drums actually. Yeah, he's a he's a sick drummer and so Shannon Tegan and I were like, "You know, let's do a fun like little solo project and and it was kind of uh we didn't we didn't really have a drummer at the time and Jake was like, "I mean, I can just fill on on drums for a little bit if you guys need and and as it went on, um, he started bringing the music to the group. So we, sorry, we started, uh, we kind of kept him on. And um, as we went, you know, we were kind of like, we'll be that cool band that doesn't have a guitarist. And we're like, no, we need a guitarist. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we got Xavier. He was, he was in one of, one of my bands at PMAC. We all did the PMAC rock band. Camp. Yeah. Like that was the one ensemble that we all did. So let's just so, l- let's yeah. totally clear it. So PMAC stands for Portsmouth Music and Arts Center. Center, Center right. Yeah. Yep. Great. And that's been around for a little while. It's yeah. kind of a, yeah. a combination. Of, I mean, it's a school. It's a music yeah. school, right. right? Yeah, and we're familiar with PMAC for a bunch of different reasons. We know some of the people that have, have uh, worked there. And sure. Of course, actually, I, I'm pretty sure I'm, I know your dad pretty well. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, it's actually, uh, it, it works out great. But <laughs> I didn't realize that, uh, yeah. Jake, at all. I had no mm-hmm. idea you were even related. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's just a coincidence yeah. there. Right, and so... Backing up then, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> how did this song actually come together? Oh, how did this, this song? Is, so first this of all, what was that called? That was called Violets and Asters. Violets and Asters, which yeah. is, I that the name of the song has no correlation to what the song is actually None about. Not at all. Jake just wanted the spotlight. I have a tattoo that has Violets and Asters on it. Oh, man. What a great wow, tattoo. Wow, that's yeah. great. And I like the hummingbird. You always forget about the hummingbird, hummingbird, man. There's a hummingbird right there. Beautiful. But 
But pretty pretty much, I just couldn't come up with a name for. Well, while I was thinking for a name of the song, I was looking at my tattoo and I was like, "Ah, eh, what the hell?" It's a good name for a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then, just it just stuck. Let's look at the like the process of the song. Yeah. Where did that start? Is this a bunch of different songs stuck together or it's, anything like that? I brought this song into the group. Yeah. When I was actually working on something, uh, well, I was working on something with my guitar lesson. Okay. And we were working on non-tertial triads. And uh, pretty much we came across this form formation for the chord, which was this. And which, which is pretty much C sharp with a E major 7 over it. It's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful yeah, it's chord. Yeah, nice chord. And I, Nerd. And I pretty much... <laughs> You can't do that. Anytime he does that, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm a keyboard player. I know, so I know, I know. That's all good. No, I mean, I don't mind. You can come after well, me, but don't he, come after oh, everybody. Oh, no, no. I, I go after him the most. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's and good. it's, uh, yeah, I thought that sounded really nice. And I pretty much built a chord progression over that. Right, right on. Yeah. And then the lyrics came last. It was the first time that I actually wrote a song where the lyrics came last. Yeah. Your lyrics. Yes. yes. So is it, did you pretty much write at least the, the structure and the, and the basic concept of the song all by yourself? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Great. And then like there are a few uh, parts of the song that uh, weren't my idea. Yeah. Like the, the, the part where we all go. Um, that was, was that Xavier? Th- that or? was Xavier. That was Xavier. Xavier was like, we need something in contrast. And well, it's nice that that major seven was sitting up over the five. Like yeah. That. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Chloe's making a face right I'm now. Like, I don't know. I mean, I yeah. play, I'd sing for a reason, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just remember, neither of you are playing the drums <laughs> and the drums play in the key of. G- yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, OK. Yeah. All right. So. I know I sing and I play drums. I don't do anything with notes. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but let's stay with it. So. Uh, all right. So then. You, you got the song together. Yeah. Did you make a demo of this? Did you record it? Or did you just bring it into the group? Uh, there's this magical thing on your phone called voice memos. <laughs> that, magical that thing. That when you play it, you can't listen back to it. <laughs> <laughs> like when you record yourself through it, it's impossible to listen to yourself. So I just send a bunch of those to the... Our, we have a group chat. Yeah. I send a bunch of those and uh, never listen to them. They listen to them. Yeah. And it pre- pretty much gives them the idea of like what I'm thinking. Right. So for this particular song, you made a voice memo of it. Yeah. And how, how much was it done? I mean, like it were was, the lyrics complete at the time for no, you? No. no. Okay. No, so you're, it's complete. not quite done. Not it's quite close, done. Close, close enough to yeah. close enough to present it. So what do you have as an expectation if you're the first person on the, uh, you know, on the, on the job there? Pretty much a, uh, just, it's really just an idea. It's like in this particular case, I had more than enough to work with. Like we had more more than enough ideas, but like someone can come up with a chord progression. Some like sometimes I just come up with a chord progression and send it to the the group chat. Other times I just like send lyrics. Okay, so in this case, the thing goes out. It's it's close. Yeah. Right. Do you have like a regular rehearsal time? Yeah, <laughs> we well, wish. Wait. We wish. Um, we try and practice Sundays. We're all we're all really we try busy. and practice at oh, least once a week. Are, yeah. But we're, we're all crazy. really busy. It's difficult to get six people in the same room at the right. same time. Right. Yeah. No, that's exactly yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yes, but like like there are some conflicts, but we we try to get it weekly. 
All right, so it's coming together. Yes. Where? Like, do does everyone have their own idea, or do you do you wait until everybody gets together and just sort of jam on it? How does that work? Well, I, uh, like I said, we set we send it, uh, and I send it to the group chat, and everyone gets it, and then we have like a few days for everyone to like. Oh, I see. Everybody kind yeah. of works on it. Every yeah. everyone kind of like comes up with their own ideas, different ways to Ideally. take this idea. Yeah. All right, ready? So flipping it from the other side. Yeah. Chloe, you're yes. hanging out. Yep. You get a voice memo. Yep. <laughs> What's it like? What is that? Do you do you go, okay, I like this. I like. I don't like oh, this. Oh, dear Lord, this is terrible. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously. <laughs> uh, obviously, you're not going to be evil about no, it. Yeah, but you no, yeah, no. You're an artist, right? So you have yeah. decisions, right? Yeah. So for me, I think um, what was an interesting experience is uh, this is, that song, Violet Nasus, is going to be on our next EP. So it's our second one. We have one already out that's called Seacoast Lullaby. So we've already done this with five songs. We've kind of, a little bit figured out how we want um, to do the process. And typically it's, you know, Jake comes up with a, with a bass and he sends it to us and we um, kind of listen to it. We sit on it. We don't listen to it. We come to band <laughs> practice, Jake plays it. And um, we, we kind of, we talk about it, I think. And he, you know, gives us different chords and, and gives us the parts. And um, I think for me, it's interesting because Jake typically is, is not like, you know, seen as like a main singer he's not a particularly i don't want to say it's strong singer because you're fine but yeah. it's it's kind of in this, the, i know what yeah, you mean right he's not i know what you mean he's not a quote-unquote singer he's um, in this project yeah that's not exactly his role. i'm not he's a, just I'm kind not a front man. of he's using his voice to give out ideas for me and so it's really interesting for me to kind of take this really really raw thing and make it into a song and make it into a melody and sometimes, you know, the song is exactly how Jake sends it. I'm like, this this sounds awesome. I like it. And sometimes I know with this song, it was kind of based off of um, a different a different tune by a band called Noble Pedro. They have a song named Sensitivity called Sensitivity. I have this, I have this horrible habit of uh, unconsciously yeah. writing other people's songs. It's, it's Everyone a, does that. It's a good, it's a good <laughs> habit. And it's like... Yeah. like uh, I'm sorry, we're going to interrupt you now. <laughs> Jake, there is no... You ever heard of the band R.E.M.? Yeah. <laughs> Stand in the place where uh-huh. you were. <laughs> baby, now shake it up, baby. Right. All the songs. It's all the same song. Yeah. 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 There was a, a great, a, a great. She still is a great uh, songwriter. Is a songwriter who is uh, at one point was uh, really in the zeitgeist in, uh, in America, named Sean Colvin, and she said, "Yeah, I would just." Listen to some songs, play them, change them around a little bit, make my yeah. own thing. I mean, that's yeah. the folk tradition right there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it is, and it's pop music. Your goal is not, in her case, it's yeah. pop music. Yeah. Her goal was not to make something no one's ever heard at all. I mean, it was to <laughs> collage together these ideas. Sure. So yeah. please don't don't run away from that. Yeah, no. no. I no. think for me, the part that I like the most about when he does that is like, every time we play it, I'm like, oh, this is awesome because it's the part that like I like because it, it reminds me of something and... And it's definitely not, you know, the exact same song. If you listen to the song, it's very different. But um, when he originally gave me the vocal melody, it was really similar. And so I took that and just totally scrapped it down and and redid it and came up with something new. And there was, I think the ending part is the same or the, um, yeah, uh, my thoughts are being mean to me. I kept that, Mm -hmm. but pretty much everything else I scrapped down and and redid it. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's really fun to kind of experiment with six people because he brings in a song and no matter how hard we try, it's just not going to sound the same at all because you have six people, even if they play exactly what Jake asked them to play, it's, you know, their own touch, their own spin. And, and then there's always the, yeah. And then there's always the, Hey, what if we do this instead? Or, Hey, can we try this? Or 
So I think that's what really makes the songs not what makes them Who's Bella and not Jay Grazer. Right. What's it like to take someone else's words and have them come out of your mouth? You guys have different experiences. This is yeah. So this is um, this was actually an interesting song because I felt like we had we both had similar experiences that kind of related to the lyrics, though different experiences. And so occasionally I do write. There are a couple songs, especially on the new record, that I have written the lyrics for. Um, but to me, it's kind of it's sort of like a cover but it's sort of not because there's this aspect of knowing the writer and it's one of the things that I love too about local music and and listening to bands that you know you personally know is because you can relate to those lyrics and you know where they came from and so you know I kind of hear it and sometimes I'm like oh this line is a thing about like a story Jake told me and I know what instance this is wrote about one time there's a lyric in one of our songs about how he watched fireworks alone and he told us the story um about it's incredibly depressing <laughs> and i don't want to go into it but um yeah yeah but no i think it's it's really fun because it's it's kind of i mean some of it is factual and some of it is just completely hypothetical and i definitely take my own experiences and, and force them into them force them into the lyrics and kind of emote through that and um yeah, I mean, I just I think it's a really interesting and different experience of not doing a cover, but necessarily not necessarily sing your own words. It's an interesting way to put it, right? Yeah, it's different when you well, like you said, when you know the person too. Yeah. So you're it's easier to kind of yeah, and a cover yeah. and a cover is you know you can remote. right you can relate to a cover, but it's not necessarily like your song. It's, it's less personal, right? right yeah. And so to claim it as like, hey, this is a song that you know I was part of writing. Right. But I didn't necessarily write the lyrics. It's, sure. Yeah. And I mean, I, I do change things here and there, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's really fun. And, and I think something that's interesting to me too is whenever I perform live, there's always the little things that I'm like, this reminds me of this one instant. And I think about that time every time I play it. Wow. So you mean it reminds you personally yeah. of a thing. And yeah. so when you get there, you're going to pull that memory out. Yeah. And, and use it. Use it to express as best as i can i think through my yeah. voice which i'm still working on i'm new to this whole singing properly thing so i'm, <laughs> I'm working on it well while jake's uh, tuning up uh, please yeah. t- take your time tuning up there okay. so what do you mean new to this singing thing you feel <laughs> like you've been doing this singing thing for right. quite a while there well um so I, I i think when i i grew up just listening to music everywhere and so i would just sing along to it um you know, I'd, I wanted to be Sarah Bareilles when I was young. I wanted to be Haley Williams from Paramore when I was young. And, and so I just kind of jam out. Um, but I went to, when I went to middle school, there was a jazz program that was pretty, you know, almost everybody did it. You had to do it if you were in sixth grade. Call out the uh, Oh, instructor. yeah, sorry. Um, so it was at Heronfield Academy, David Killam. He's a brilliant musician and he's an incredible teacher. Nice work. And he, you know, he takes a bunch of, sixth graders that have never played any music before you know haven't even touched their instrument and some who are you know incredibly well trained and he makes them play together and it sounds awesome by the time that you get to the concert and it's actually really surprising how amazing it is for middle schoolers and so i learned how to sing based on jazz um originally at that school as in the jazz choir i scatted i did solos and then when i left i had been in who's bella for like you know, half a year. And I started taking lessons at PMAC with Taylor O'Donnell in seventh grade. Fantastic. And so I kind of 
moved away from jazz a little bit and into kind of alt rock contemporary whatever you want to call it i don't right i don't know what the genre is so wow yeah <laughs> no, I can. that's okay. my that's my history of of music no it's fantastic no but 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 so you haven't do it i mean obviously you've been singing for quite a while but what do you mean so you mean you you sing properly i mean are, yeah are you changing yeah the way i mean you sing? is that what you mean i yeah i mean i think there's there's definitely a difference in me performing and and playing you know practicing or doing it with a band or whether it's recorded or live um and just you know belting out songs in the car and i think that um i used to do a lot more of just that of singing as a hobby right and it's still something that i love but i'm trying to take it as not just a hobby but something that I am relied on for something that is either my job or something that is I'm in a group that people need me to do it professionally kind of thing. Right. So so the band is relying on you. Right. Yeah. And and kind of I mean, I, I use the word professionally lightly because I am still, you know, kind of figuring this out. And then I'm plenty of time. We're not making, right? Yeah. Not and enough. so I'm not exactly like a big name or anything. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to to make it something that I could use as a job in the future. And so I'm. Mm. I'm training it and I'm doing the best I can at it versus just kind of having fun and, and, and singing not to sound good, but just to sing. Right. So bringing it back around yeah. to your side, Jake, how did yeah. this whole thing get together? How long have you been playing the gu- it's, So it's, it, were you a guitar player or is this a new no, thing? This is a new thing. You play it really well. In other Thank words, you. I got the whole band out of what you did. Thank you. I I've been playing guitar for about a year now. It's been yeah. You're depressing like many <laughs> many far we, older we, than you people that listen to this podcast right now. We started playing guitar at the same way. time. It's like and in two weeks he was just amazing, yeah, and I was like, I, I give up. I'm not playing yeah, guitar. You're destroying nope. it. I played nice bass for five years right. before. Oh, I took lessons for five years, and then I stopped for a few years, and then I picked this up. So. I had some context to work with. I had some. I had something to work with when. And plus, I uh, I've been watching my brother play guitar. Yeah. He's a, he's uh at Berkeley Max College Frazier. of Music right now. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. So, coming from a musical family, I can translate what I already know to. Do you play the keyboard? Do you play the piano at all? No, I don't. No. <laughs> no, I don't. One of the interesting <laughs> things about <laughs> one of the things about the guitar that's that I find fascinating is that it, you segregate the thing that makes the bang from the thing that chooses the notes. Like your yeah. right hand is going now, 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 now. <laughs> and your left hand is going now on these notes, these notes, these notes. Yeah, Obviously yeah. there's some, there's some connection there, but I'm being coarse. But the idea, I mean, does that feel like you're playing the drums a little? Uh, not really. No? <laughs> because with, with drums, you're not really doing anything with your fingers. Like okay. with with drums, it's your wrist and your arm, and and your feet, of course. Right. And and with guitar, it's more, uh, it, it's like patterns with your fingers, and they're they're two completely separate worlds. But like I can translate what I know with rhythm, and so pretty much pretty much like my drumming experience, like instead of like doing like uh, like doing all the formations with one hand and then working out all the rhythm with the other, I already had the rhythm to begin with. Oh, I see what you're saying. And right. then I just needed to work on the formations. Right. Because, yeah, I felt like I heard everything going on. Are you yeah. imagining, when you're playing it, are you hearing it like the band version or are you hearing 
just a guitar or am I wicked overthinking this? <laughs> I try to hear the full band version. It, it's it's good to tr- try and imagine what like the full picture when you're playing it and try to translate that to what you're playing. Yeah. That's that's what I try to do. That's definitely how I yeah. how I see it when we play it acoustic is always I'm just thinking of oh and there's a drum hit here and there's a keyboard part here and I guess I just fill in the blanks. So have you recorded all of the instruments on one of the songs that you worked on? Like where's first off where's who's Bella with recording? Have you guys recorded anything? We recorded one EP last fall. Right. And it's called uh, Seacoast Lullaby. Okay. Um, it's what was that process like? It was it was interesting because a lot of like I've done it a million times. I've done RPM Challenge for twelve years. Hang on. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> is that the poo poo platters? Yes. That your band? Oh, yes. Yes. That was my band. And you started uh, doing that when you were quite young. If oh I yeah, I was seven I years to, old. Right I got on. to hear the 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 earliest album from his dad, and I was like, "This is amazing." I told him not to I show need her. this. I know it's it's. <laughs> It's like sharing baby pictures. I sure. feel like for Jake is is his new mu- is his young my music. first my yeah. first ever first recording, album. yeah. And it was yeah. So I have a lot of experience in the recording area, so it wasn't anything new to me. But everyone else had limited recording experience, so it was kind of like sort of like they were like, "What? Okay, what's going on?" And I have to tell them like what what everyone what what we're doing. And it was it was just a new experience because I was always the the follower because my brother is an MP and E major. He's doing all the computer stuff and all the recording and mixing. And I was always did your brother do the yes. EP? Yes. Oh, he okay. Us. Yeah, we got to work with him, which is so cool. awesome. Where yeah. did you do this? At my house, right in on. his band room. In my band room, we it's pretty much like a half the size of this room. And More than that. half of the equipment, less than half of the I mean, equipment. <laughs> yeah. How many people played at one time? Uh, it was just one one person at a time. We did. Oh no, really? We tracked one <laughs> instrument at a time. How did you start? Uh, well, we start with drums. This he, was before Hunter, our drummer, was a part of the band. So I did the drums on the record. So you, hang on. So great. So you 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 laid down the. The, the heart and guts yeah. and skeleton of this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just by imagining the song while you played the drum? Yeah. Oh, yeah, with a click. With a click, incredible. though. Uh, with a click. With the that, click. That, he's he's sounding ridiculously humble now. It's, no, he was he was insane. And uh, <laughs> it's it was kind of hilarious for me to just be like, I don't, what are, wh- we're doing, okay, Jake's playing drums now. I don't, well, he's not <laughs> playing, how does he know where to go? What? <laughs> And so I think for me to kind of... I told her not to worry about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The one time you told me not to worry about it. <laughs> no, but uh, it was it was really fun, I think, recording it because it was, at least for me, it was this whole new world. Right. To kind of like, oh, wait, no, we're recording something. And there's actually a terrible video of me in the middle of the recording process going, we're recording an EP. Cause it just like set yeah, in just kinda really <laughs> and I was like real. Yeah. Because it wasn't something that was like, my teachers were like, Hey, we're going to write a song and we're going to sit down. We're going to record it as like a band teacher led thing. It was a whole new project that I, you know, we started with our friends together. You mean it. you could do whatever the hell you wanted. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and nobody, there was no adults to be like, no, this is actually, you know what you might want to do. It was just kind of like, 
I something's not working. We have to figure it out now. Yeah, good luck out there. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are going to be great. Thank That's God. great. Though. Thank God for Max Grazier. I don't know how that would have uh, that UP would have happened without him. How did it? Okay, so so you okay so was everybody you're kind of answering the question was everybody Sorry. there while you were tracking yeah uh no, I mean, most of us oh oh we we sat in jake's living room for <laughs> 10 12 hours i told in, them they didn't have to be yeah there. well we did That's we came anyway goes, so we yeah we sat in his living room like talking very quietly make sure you know we don't get on the recording while he um he checked drums and then we checked bass and then the next day we did uh guitar. Xavier was the only guitarist at Xavier the time. Xavier did both guitar tracks on yeah. the EP. Yeah, he did guitar twice with like two different was it two different amps or two different guitars or something? It like was that? two different guitars, three different amps. Three different amps. And so he played all of the songs once and then played all of the songs again and then we had uh keyboard do a little thing. Keyboard keyboard she, was she by far played. the fastest. Yeah, Tegan Tegan was super efficient. She got in, she got out. And then I little, uh, throw in a little on. props to the keyboard <laughs> players out there. Oh, yeah. Of course. Because yeah. they were prepared. Oh, yeah. What's this what, person's uh, name? Tegan? I don't know if I can what? say. No, yeah, I'm Tegan. 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 Nice work, Tegan. Yeah. <laughs> there was, there was a part. You there go was a, in, you kill it, you get out of there. Yeah, there was yeah, a hilarious exactly. point players. where Jake loved to write in the studio. <laughs> he I decided half, like while we were recording the song, you know, we're going to do this one acoustic on the EP because it'll I sound better. And we were like, okay, <laughs> you couldn't have given us a week's notice. And so there, we, like, he wrote the, a keyboard. The short answer is that I didn't have time to track the drums for that song. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, and so, no, so there was one point where Tegan, he was like, hey, Tegan, play this. And she's like, why do I have to do this? Oh, my God. <laughs> But no, we yeah. got it done. We got it done, and it sounds yeah. phenomenal. I might, yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised with our EP. It sounded way better than I thought it would be. I don't <laughs> listen to it, so I couldn't tell you. She, but uh, Chloe's not proud of her vocal performance. But I, I like have it. this weird thing. I can't listen to my own. Well, I'll joke aside. I mean, obviously, but, yeah. You know, uh, Briggs and I have played music for many, many years. We've sure. a lot of different people, right? Yeah. And yeah. Some people, you know, uh, put something down and then just love it i mean mm -hmm. yeah uh, some people are fire and forget that that's how it went that day right yeah know? but then there's some people that are will really really obsess over it especially singers sure and then sometimes there'll be people who will just immediately hate what happens it doesn't matter mm -hmm. what they're doing right. yeah whether they're singing or anything it's like that sucked <laughs> You're like, all right, well, you need to leave now because that was great. <laughs> it sucked. You can't, you know. I actually had a, uh, I used to produce bands. There was a woman who uh, was, who uh, we worked together for, I don't know, six months, you know, doing demos and this and that. And we finally went in the studio, did professional demos because she was going to bring in the real big guns and drop some money on the whole thing. And one day uh, she drove, she was in down south of Boston. She drove Got all you. the way up here. Yeah. And uh, knocked on my door. I'm like, hey, what's here? What's going on? Good to see you. You know, I didn't know you were coming today. I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared. She's like, no, I'm just. I, I, I took all of it and threw it in the fire. This is uh, back before we recorded <laughs> right, on the computers. Right. Recording onto these things called ADAT tapes, right? Mm. Which were these digital audio tapes. That yeah. Were like big VHS tapes. And she went to the <laughs> studio and said, those are mine. Because they were. I mean, she was right. running the session. And she took them all home and put them all in the fire. Oh, my God. Wow. And she th it was just for you. That must have been like terrible. Well, it wasn't you, my music. I'm the producer. Yeah. I was. I felt like I failed in convincing her that she was awesome, right. along with 
all of her fans, all the people at the record company that I was working for that was right. asking her for the demos, right. uh-huh. who were loving the de- like everybody loved it. Yeah, and I think that was the problem. So yeah, it's probably not worth digging too deep into. That. Oh yeah, no. Well, we did so again to mention the RPM challenge. Sure. Jake and I had a, a duet thing that we did um, called Cassette with a K, and that was super basic we wrote the songs you know some of them were 30 seconds long and we got in we got out you know there wasn't much fussing i think the most takes i did was like four and it was like a 10 second thing and i was like <laughs> I, all right i'm done and so i was i was really focused on not overdoing it and i think with see coastal by i was like i just i wish that this could be a little bit better and i was noticing all the imperfections and with with this rpm record i noticed all the imperfections too but i was like it was it was hearing my voice and seeing how far it had improved in six months um and kind of being like this is you know the who's bella record came out ep came out before and then we did the rpm challenge and it's significantly better and i liked the rpm challenge because it was i think i had more time to grow as a singer and more time to learn how to record and and how the process worked i mean that makes sense yeah and so it was just kind of I like this significantly more than I thought I would. And and so, yeah, that was well, I mean, that was and, interesting. And I could be crazy when I'm thinking this, but for me, I think one of the things I like about things like RPM, especially when you watch other other artists get together right. or maybe put together a different band or whatever sure. like that, would be that RPM Challenge means that it's about the product that you're about to make. It's about the art. Right. Yeah. And it's not as much about the musicians. Right. And I think it's it's easy to get caught up in the me rather than the it. You right. know, like when you're recording, sure. I'm doing that. I'm doing oh no no, and you forget that it's it's not you. I'm saying people in yeah. general, yeah. general yeah. forget that it's the thing that they're making, right? Which is more complicated than any one absolutely idea. right. I mean, it's it's funny. I give you a little reaction when you guys said you went and did each thing by themselves. Yeah. Um. I mean, this that's a complicated reaction. There. It's just. It seems like the way you make the piece in the first place, yeah, is obviously you're you're bringing it to life, you're mm-hmm. bringing it to life, but it doesn't really complete until everyone has has jumped in on it, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, did the material change while you were recording it? Some of it did, yeah, yeah. but some of it was spontaneous. Like halfway through recording, I was like, "Let's add some of this." Like this part needs tambourine. Yep. That I did right after. Yeah, Arranged after we it. recorded yeah. it, he went back. He actually went back to down to boston to um, meet with max and he recorded more guitar and, and more yeah i tried some and stuff like i that. wrote some Percussion. things that to add to what we already had yeah and you mean layered them yeah on. layered yeah, them yeah. on right and th- made them sound a little more uh full made the made the record like just like the the overall sound that we produced throughout the songs made it sound more like complete did you get to be there when, is it your brother's name's Max? You yes. Said? Were you there when Max mixed it? Yeah. Well, not all, not, not the entire time. Like he was in school and I had to right. be in Portsmouth, but he, um, I, I w- was pretty much there. I was, yeah, I was pretty much there the entire time. Did you get to mix it down at Berkeley? Uh, yeah. Well, he has an apartment. Down, oh no. So, but yeah. you didn't mix it on campus. No, so no, get to not mix on it campus. in the studio one. No, or no. Those kind of things. Right? No, he has, Which? he has pro tools and. Great. Yeah, everything that he needs. That's that's yeah. Wow. Right yeah. On. yeah. It's interesting. It'd be interesting to hear you play 
record while you're all playing at the same time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, which is actually something that we're going to do with really? our next EP. Oh, we oh, are, cool. are we? Yes. <laughs> this is this is what I'm talking about. I yeah. love this idea. Yeah. yeah. No, no. No, I think it's fun. Uh, one of my one of my friends from school, his name is Jordan Lampert. He offered to record us for free, and wow. I was like, right on. Yeah, let's do that. Yes. Thank and, you. And um, uh, he uh, said that he wanted to record all of us playing live at the same time, and. Do and then add layers on top of that to perfect it. Yeah, it sounds like that cool. would be a, a way to. Uh, well, first off, it sounds like the preparation for that's going to be a little different. Yeah, definitely. Right? Could you talk about that for a sec? What do you think? What What do you mean? Like, well, I mean, are you going to rehearse the tunes in? You know, to are you going to try to leave parts out of the rehearsal so that you're going to put those in later? That kind of thing. Uh, right? no. I think we're okay. going. I think we're going to just go like the things that we're going to do later is like doubling the guitars, like adding like tambourine and like extra gain vocals or whatever. Yeah. The um, pretty much we're going to play it exactly how we play it live and think about like what we actually want in the record. Like pretty much all the songs that we want on the record are complete, as opposed like like uh, when when we're talking about like parts when people are what people are right. playing. Right. Roles, so, yeah. yeah. So I don't think we're going to be, uh, like, I don't think we're going to be taking out anything. Are you going to gig those songs? Are you going to go out to play show, uh, play a show with those songs like yeah. that? Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Have you recorded yourself in the rehearsal? No. No, we haven't recorded ourselves in the rehearsal. Right. I mean, we have voice memos to remember of things, course. but yeah, not sure. like, yeah, no, not, not anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's a good idea to record rehearsals too, because then you can kind of afterwards say like, "Oh, I don't like that bass part anymore," oh, yeah. or yeah. you know that kind of thing. Yeah. I I don't know if you actually remember this, but there was a section. It was right after we came out with Seacoast Lullaby, and we were thinking about okay, we kind of want to change the sound for the second EP, and I think we we tried to force it first, which it came naturally after we stopped forcing it. But um, Jake and Xavier sat down and just twiddled with their guitars and i have like a 20 minute recording of just that so if you want that back i'll give it to you but uh, it was it's fine when you said the, you know sometimes it's fun to record voice, like right uh, rehearsals well, that's what i thought of the reason i'm saying this is because i'm i'm fascinated with like the moment yeah right so it's interesting jake you have like this moment where you go i think it should sound this way yeah just by yourself yeah that's a really cool moment oh yeah it definitely it is yeah and like, so then then you're turning that over to to a little more of a democratic it sounds like setup yeah and everybody yeah. kind of puts those puts those clothes on to them and says well that this feels comfortable this doesn't feel comfortable until it feels comfortable for everyone right yeah there's an interesting moment Chloe, it sounds like you liked the twiddling. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was just kind of, I mean, I didn't say anything. I sat on the floor and they twiddled and I recorded. And every now and then I was like, oh, I like that. Do that again. Right. Um, I don't think we, but I don't think we did anything with that. We didn't, no, we didn't do anything with it. It was just, but I think it was. I don't want to yell yet, but you know, that's kind of what <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We haven't it's done anything with it yet. Or future twiddling. I don't mean right. that future particular twiddling. one yeah. there. Right. But it seems like it, it already means something to someone. It, it, like that, Absolutely. That little piece of art that came up out of the ground, mm -hmm. it would mean something to, to Chloe in this situation. Yeah. I just like that moment anyway. Yeah. That's, I guess, where I'm and to, indulging myself there. <laughs> to kind of add to that, too, I think one of the reasons that I've loved Who's Bella as a project is I've gotten to see musicians music yeah 
you know, I've got to see them create and and do the whole process and and like kind of sit right in front of them and and watch them do it and do it myself too. And so there's, you know, everyone has the different ways that they do it and and everyone has different attitudes towards the way that they create or or what they create. And I think it's just incredible to be in a band with all these people that are absolutely amazing musicians and just kind of be like this is so good like you don't even have to do anything to it you don't have to complete it but it's just it's inspiring to me just watching jake play and you know he could be playing drums and doing a cover and it's like hey that was really good or it could be you know shannon's just messing around with their bass and it's like that's really awesome and it's i mean i think to me it's just kind of incredible to get that experience it's amazing how much and it just inspires me. The little, the little things inspire yeah, me a lot it, to write. It's amazing how much that the art that that's sort of sitting in the room at moments like that yeah. is fed by other people's <laughs> enthusiasm and interest. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm a very well. yeah. I'm that's a very a, expressive fantastic. and enthusiastic no, I mean, person. And and it's so. if it's well received, then it seems to keep coming. Right. Right. Uh, you guys want to play another one? Sure. Oh yeah. Which one do you want to do? <laughs> People can. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Big commitment there. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do? I'm tuned to that. Of course you are. <laughs> are you doing the whole? Will you play the? Please, bass feel free to talk yeah, about I'll, it for I'll, a sec. I'll, you don't okay. have to like. Sorry. This isn't a radio show. I'll play. Will you play the bass line? Because I don't. Line to that, yeah. Because I don't. Yeah, remember. yeah, it's fine. It's fine. All right, All right it's fine. sorry, well, since, sorry. Since you're about to play the song, actually, uh, <laughs> right before you do, so what is the song called? Um, the song is called "People Can Try," but that's about it. All right. It's a take on the. <laughs> it's a take on the the video game Doki Doki Literature Club. When at the end of one Hang of on, the I poems, think I have the screenshot of it. At, at, at the end of one of the poems in the video game, that they one of the characters wrote, "People can try," but that's about it. <laughs> oh, we, oh, okay. I'm yeah, sorry, I yeah. misunderstood the title. <laughs> Thank you for explaining yeah. it. <laughs> I thought you meant you were commenting on your title. No, no it's no, the yeah. whole thing. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Doki Doki, is this uh, Katamari, Katamari the Masi guy? Uh, no. you know what I'm talking about. The, Takeshi, no, no, no. Oh, this, <laughs> this is, is a different one. This, this is. Um, uh, uh, Salvato Gaming. That's they. Oh, are, yeah. They made this game, and it was, it's pretty much like a play on all the, uh, like uh, the anime dating simulators. Ah. That it, t- it actually turns into a horror game halfway through. It is positively <laughs> terrifying. And amazing. I, I knew what was going to happen, and and Jake was like, "Why don't you play the game instead of me <laughs> clicking the button? You click the button." I like. This and idea I was like a shaking. Lot. Yeah. I love this. It's it's fun. It was really fun, but um. Right. Yeah, so it was funny because we chose that name and then halfway through we realized that there's actually a line that says, so let's no, give it a try. I, I, ch- I chose that name because of that you line. You chose, okay, yeah. okay, sorry. <laughs> Perfect. You chose it because like, of I that. I was like, it works. But it was, no, it was funny because we were like, oh wait, there's a line in the song that relates to the title that's not even about the song. So I like this. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah, you start.
songwrite craft there that's really <laughs> nice beautiful wow and thank you for just going for it yeah. like that too Ooh. this must be a little weird without the rest of the band right yeah. well yeah Definitely. and this is this is also the first time that we're playing these songs for any kind of audience and yeah. or you know recording it at all so this is a little little nerve-wracking but it's it's fun it's worth no, it I mean, right on definitely deep breath time that was great yeah thank you thank you yeah Wow, and Jake's doing a, a fantastic job keeping his guitar together too all yeah. live while we're talking and all this. Well, yeah. you've changed tunings too, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. That is another part that I will never understand is so, the five million tunings. <laughs> while Jake's I uh, tuning it, I know you do. Why? <laughs> while Jake's... Uh, Just play one tuning. Uh, uh, doing this. Uh, so, Chloe, did that come 
around the same way as well? Was that well, started in Jigwood? How how did that process differ from the other one? This one, I this one's can't. this okay. one's different. Oh, this one, this was old khaki, right? No, no, but then it became new no. khaki. No, right? No, no, no. Okay, sorry, we had a bunch <laughs> of. <laughs> no, I thought it was. No, it wasn't. Which one this, was new khaki? Okay, then? so no, this was new khaki. No, I know it wasn't. For a fact that it was. No, it wasn't. How can you not name your new album okay. new khaki? Old so, khaki. Okay, so here's the thing. We had a. We had a no, uh, I'm telling the story now. I'm telling no, the story. No, let's talk the about this later. The, this song. <laughs> this song came. It's how it came to be. This is exactly what it's like to be. Just so you know, I, I, this is what it's always like to be. Yeah, band. it never right. changes. The, this, no, this okay, no, th- okay, so this song. 40 years later, the bands are still doing the same thing. <laughs> I swear, Dude, all right, whatever. It's new khaki. <laughs> it really is. I'll tell, I'll tell the old khaki, new khaki story later. The, the This song was originally, so there's a, a riff in the song that was br- uh, that was brought in by our, the other guitarist, Xavier. Gotcha. He, he brought it in. Which and song was it? What? Which song was it? This song. No, but like, oh, what? the riff you mean. I thought it was, sorry, never mind. I thought it was inspired off of something. No, else. no, no, no. This song, uh, so. Loop. <laughs> he, he brought in a riff that is now a part of the song, and pretty much I helped him tweak it to uh, like something that was really cool. I remember this. Yeah. I remember this now. Yeah, you remember this <laughs> now? And I wrote, and then pretty much I wrote the song. I wrote so, the song around that because I thought that what he brought in was really cool. Yeah. So when it started, did it have lyrics? No. So here's this is the interesting song um where I actually wrote the lyrics. There's um the one part the so let's give it a try to beneath has lack of visibility. That that like one stanza was written by Jake. Right. And it was I think for another song that we ended up scrapping or something like that. Right. And I basically was like this is interesting and there's a story with this. And so for me at least this is a very like storytelling song I guess. Um and so I I basically i wrote the lyrics for this one except for that last stanza or that middle stanza and um parts of it i feel like there are parts of it that um i think it's so let's give it a try that part was the melody was written by jake that that stanza he had the melody and he had the lyrics so and i wrote everything else so for the, where did for the, the vocals ins- where did the inspiration for your approach towards the lyrics come from yeah were you, were you thinking of another piece of music you already knew or is this a personal thought where did that come from how did that happen um well so for me it it was a lot of different factors i think um something that i liked that jake does is oftentimes he'll put himself into hypothetical situations when he writes a song and i kind of use that a little bit mixed with personal experiences of people and just you know um kind of living with I have a lot of friends that are mostly older than me. Um, And so having that experience of, okay, this person's going away to college or I don't go to school with this person anymore. My brothers are both at college now. Um, And so it's kind of this feeling of of figuring out how to say goodbye almost, but also with this hypothetical situation of of a relationship and kind of wanting it to end but not knowing how to say that and not because you dislike the person anymore but just because you can't be in it anymore I guess and um so that there was that inspiration and I think lyrically I I try to somewhat to imitate um one of my favorite bands called Hippocampus and they have a very expressive I guess um lyrical style and so I tried to use that as best as I could um, right, so you're pulling all these different yeah, ideas. Yeah, so in, I have right? lots of different inspiration. Yeah. Right. 
I, I, again, it's always tricky when we talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm not asking you to talk about super personal stuff. Oh, yeah, no. So please don't if you okay, don't that's want fine. to. <laughs> but if you're willing, it does seem like there's there's somebody like going away during that one. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're, you're saying you're kind of pulling from all these different experiences yeah. to create. If I'm reading it correctly, this isn't, it's not a, you're not it's not a slice of life. This right. Is a, it, but right. it could be one way or the other. Right. Yeah. And I think um, additionally, uh, it's kind of it's hard to articulate, I guess. But um, that's what's cool Jake about has, music. Yeah, right. yeah it's the impossible. Thing, we're just trying to the, talk about the music. The point right? is to play. Yeah, um, just listen to just, it. Everyone's just like, listen to I, it. I, I, we, I get it. We just it, heard it. Right. Yeah. Well, no, I think. But uh, if you <laughs> if you compare my style with Jake's style, we have kind of very different styles of writing lyrics. And so I used his one sta- stanza as like a seed and grew from that. Right. And so it was interesting to try and make it fluid and work because I'm also like a large writer typically not you know outside of lyrics and music just a writer itself and so I'm all about fluidity and making it work together and so I was kind of trying to mesh my style with his style and um it kind of created this new hybrid that I that I really liked um off of that so you have this coming together yeah how did the band fit into this guys um that's a difficult question i i actually wrote the lyrics after they wrote most of the song oh oh, yeah so they were playing the song didn't really have lyrics jake was like there's a part you could sing this at maybe and i just kind of went with it there's actually uh the the i don't don't, the 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 thing with the song that we just played is that no part repeats so we can't like technically say this is the chorus this is the verse he loves to do that but yeah it sounds fantastic that way as a vocalist i'm like why just one one and the um no it really unspools itself yeah right yeah yeah and i think that's why i liked the the storytelling and one of the one of the parts the actually the part that xavier wrote reminded me of a song from a band called cheyenne and they and i pretty much like when when I was when I was working with him and editing that part, we were I, that's what I had in mind. So it was like sort of taking inspiration from that, and yeah, it was it's, it's pretty cool to accidentally write songs. Yeah. <laughs> how do you uh, how do you listen to music? Me? Yeah. Oh, um, I Spotify? use yeah I use Spotify. I um, I surprisingly listen to a lot of music that I. Or I, I discover a lot of music, but I don't actually use Discover Weekly at all. Um, all from Jake. All of it. I swear. I, I used to joke when I first met him that you had to take notes when he would speak because he would just reference all these bands and all these different musicians. And it would be like, you know, natural to him. And I was like, I don't know who these guys are. So I listened to all of them and completely found a new music taste. But I, yeah, I use Spotify. I mostly actually download albums, which is, I feel like I'm one of the only people that does that now. Like I listen to the whole album. And uh, and I usually don't. Yeah, I save them. I don't really create playlists of like one or two songs. When you say that, you mean on Spotify, you'll yeah. start at the beginning, listen yeah. to the whole album all the way through. Yeah, and yeah, I'll save that whole that, album. Why do you think? I mean, I'm sorry. It's, it's it sounds like a, a gotcha question. It's not. Why do you, Why do you do that? Um, what are you looking for there? I realized. Um, Oh I God! Be, I, I don't want to. I think it's awesome. Yeah, by the no, way. I'm, just, I'm. That's the problem. I can't, I'm trying I can't to tell the backstory, but I'm cringing as I'm telling this backstory. Well, then, you don't, don't, don't. But no, 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 it's not. It's not because it's like bad or anything. It's just embarrassing, I guess. But um, I used to have a, a music taste 
kind of when I was this like middle schooler of you know Panic the Disco, My Chemical Romance, Fallout Boy, all those guys. It's pretty pretty decent. Uh, well, <laughs> I guess. Um, no, it is. They're really good musicians. Um, but I guess it's just kind of funny for me to look back on old music that I used to listen to. But um, my brother listened to Fall Out Boy, and there's you really have to like dive into those albums to fully get it. And so it was when I started realizing that singles weren't an accurate an accurate representation of the entire band's discography. So I was like, I don't want to miss out on music anymore. And I listened to whole albums so that I made sure that I didn't miss a song. And then when um, I started looking at at music, you know, for the music that it was and not just for entertainment, but as an art form, um, I noticed, especially there's a band called uh, Really From, now they changed their name, but um, they have this album called Verse and it's, this fluid album that you have to listen from to it from start to finish because of the transitions and the way that the album works together and i was like i'm i would miss this if i just listened to one song and so i kind of forced myself to at least one time listen to the whole album right on yeah there's definitely certain albums that are designed to be listened to as an album not all of them and we miss out on that yeah absolutely if you just pick and choose songs for sure you'll miss that yeah i want to write one of those albums someday Please do. No, like, like. Let me know when you want to. I find it so cool if a band like writes like writes a melody in one of their songs, and then like in the last song, they bring multiple melodies of multiple songs together and like make it into its own idea. I think that's so cool. Yeah, right on. Yeah, that's cool. One of the things you have that opportunity <laughs> in, not just because you know now you guys are making your own art and you can do whatever you want. I mean. In that you can still present it that way. Yeah. The, one of the great things about streaming is that you have the, the early restrictions of, you know, I mean, records used to hold, what is it, 25 minutes aside? A little less than that, I yeah, think. But 22 yeah, 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in there. Unless you wanted the, the groove to be so tiny that the needle would jump out. Yikes. Then, you don't uh, want that. Then cassettes. Right. Yeah. So you could max those out at 60 aside or whatever. But those yeah, but it sounds be, like crap. I know. It sounds like yeah. crap. <laughs> CDs, 80 minutes. There's what is 60 minutes and then 80, is it right? I think so. Yeah. So, again, it, 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 you used to be limitations, and then you had the limitations of the presentation, yeah. which would be radio, which is how everybody a million years ago used to right. hear music, has to have commercials, and the DJ has to talk, and <laughs> all that stuff. So, three minutes, that was about it. Right. Yep. You know, you're not going to hear that many eight-minute songs nope. on the radio. Oh, yeah. All that's gone, man. Mm-hmm. Do whatever the hell you want. Exactly. Yeah. One song. That's One track, <laughs> four hours long. Yeah. RPM challenge, anybody? Yeah, right. Keep bringing it back. That's true, yeah. Like hey, this is the, hey there's like Jake, there's your, there's your yeah. moment. Right, your, oh, right yeah. your album. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys are fans of RPM. You're probably more fans. I mean, I love RPM, <laughs> but I'm not that involved in it right. as sure. much as you guys are. Are there examples of stuff like that? I'm sure there are. Yeah. I mean, people do hundreds of albums every year and every permutation and combination has probably been addressed at least somewhat I actually think. i did i did an album with my brother where we just pressed record and we played for 35 minutes yeah that's why unedited. i love what a the, novel idea yeah, that's great yeah, of it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just playing music yeah just playing music yep, yeah no, I mean, I think that's why it was really interesting to learn about the RPM challenge because they were like, so you could do an album and, and do 10 songs or you can create like almost like musics. a collage, but sure. in music and do 35 minutes of it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It was really cool. Right. Yeah, it's pretty low risk and it's it's a lot of fun and, yeah. and it's, a, it's a good way to just. 
it was definitely about out doing it and for sure. not. Eric, oh, sweet. Eric. Hey. <laughs> We're live streaming at the same time. Right? Yeah. They're they're live streaming at the same time. We're so yeah. busy. But I mean, if you think about it, oops. Uh, barring <laughs> barring having to buy studio time or anything like that, you literally can do whatever the hell you right. want. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, record yeah. every day. Oh yeah. You just put it up. Yeah, we should have <laughs> recorded every day. No, I mean, think about it. Yeah, yeah, that'll be. <laughs> so, given do you, have you had an idea like this before? Is this a new idea? But it's not a new idea. It's just something that I've never really gotten to. I think like, structurally, if you were, if you don't, you get a couple of choices. You know. Uh, the world that I come from, that that kind of stuff happens a lot. Motifs early on, and then they show up later on. And you either start by writing this big, massive Bohemian Rhapsody thing, right? And then breaking it out into the earlier songs, or you could just write a bunch of pieces and then sit down and just like say, "I'm not leaving this room until I figure out a way to get all these things to fucking fit together, <laughs> or whatever." Right? I mean, there's yeah. a lot of ways of approaching yeah. this kind of thing, but the outcome is is pretty. Uh, Pretty doable, mm-hmm. right? I yeah, mean, if definitely. that's something that you wanted, I would, I would encourage. This <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, but because you have that that wonderful uh, that wonderful freedom right now. Yeah. So, Jake, who are you uh, who are you listening to right now? Who am I listening to? That's a that's a big question. <laughs> the uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't mean to extend <laughs> no. all out. But I mean, no. if you a ask what the meaning of life, uh, everything in the universe is, we have an answer for that. <laughs> right. The uh, I'm trying to think. Hold on, let me pull up on what's immediately. Oh, that's that would be very sweet if See, you're willing to do it. See, this is the amazing thing about technology. Right, you're willing to do that. Anytime I ask somebody what they listen to, and they're like, "I don't know," I'm like, "All right, give me your Spotify. Right. I'll find Was, it for myself." <laughs> okay, so I just downloaded my most recent download. Well, it's a band called Cast of It, but they're old. I listened to them like a long time ago and never had a chance to download them. Yeah, and I don't really pull inspiration from them. They're just a good band to listen to on mm-hmm. rainy days. Uh. The band that I like that I'm like jamming out right now is Prince Daddy and the Hyena. Prince Daddy and the Hyena. Killing band name. Killing <laughs> Killing band. They're awesome. They're bands. um. I actually saw them live a few oh, shoot. Yeah. weeks ago. They did, played at 3S. Did you oh, see cool. them first and then were like, "I'm gonna check out all this album," or or is it because they I, were coming? I actually saw them a year before. They uh, they came to 3S and I had no idea who they were. I was seeing some other band at the same show, and I thought they sounded really cool. And then I found out that Prince Daddy was coming to 3S, and I was like, "Oh, I need to listen to them." Right. And they're really good. One of my favorite albums. So it's right like now. a synergy between them, them, them being in your. You already knew them. You knew about them. You heard they were coming. Yeah. You want oh, yeah. to see them. You went oh, yeah. to. Who are you looking forward to? Is there anyone coming up along soon? Uh oh, there's a band called I Kill Giants that I listened to when I was like early in high, my high school uh, career. Uh, they their main like their run was like 2011 to 2014, and right. then after that they broke up because they well they're all Berkeley graduates and they got jobs separately and one of the guys like moved to Seattle. Right. So they called it quits for a while, and then they uh, were like, hey, we're playing a show. We're doing a small mini tour, and all the tickets sold out like that day. Beautiful. <laughs> and I got a ticket, and, oh, I am, right on. and I am so happy that I'm going to see them because like, I was in high school. My parents weren't very lenient about late nights in sure. Boston. Sure. So Thank you, my parents, for letting <laughs> me do that. Jake's a terrible influence. Yeah. <laughs> He and, brings me all the shows, and uh, yeah, so I'm I'm pumped about that. 
first or one of the cool big shows or cool shows that were tiny, something that really sticks out. You went to see something live, music live, and you were like, oh, I will always remember that show. All right. I have I have two. Okay, go. Can I go for two? Yeah. Okay. So, um, well, there's one that kind of has a couple parts to it, but I saw this the band that I mentioned before, Hippocampus. Um, they're an indie band from Minnesota. They're well, those two absolutely words. phenomenal. In what? Oh yeah, Hippo Space Campus. Okay, I really like that a yeah. lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Um, it was Which awesome. A college of hippos. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I saw them. They played at uh, the Paradise Rock Club in Boston. Yeah, awesome. Sold out show. Um, it was awesome because I took my best friend to see him, and I was. It was a week before the show, and I was like, I have an extra ticket. I need to take someone. And she's like, I've never heard of them. I'll go. And we went, we had an awesome time. And then they came to Portland, Maine recently. And I went and saw them. And I actually gave them a copy of our Seacoast Lullaby CD. Yeah. And later I got to see a video online of them dropping a couch on, I think, a LaCroix, like seltzer, while listening to our EP in the background. <laughs> right and I was on. like, this is the best thing ever. But they are YouTube such... YouTube is awesome. Yeah, I know, right? But they're such amazing performers which is why I was watching them play. I was like, this is incredible. And the music is, is very emo. It's all about the emotion. Yeah. And, um, and I just, I really liked that. And then for me, I guess to like seeing music live, it's about the performance for me. I think too, I, I come sure. with a little bit of a musical back, uh, theater background. So I'm all about the performance, not, not only the music. And, um, I saw Paramore at, uh, Boston Opera House, and Haley Williams is just incredible. She doesn't stop moving when she plays. And I got to see Paramore with my mom and we were like, this is amazing. And that sounds like a band that you yeah. locked on to early. Yeah. My brother, uh, back when it was cool to be like interesting and new to be able to show your laptop screen on the TV, my brother hooked up um, the Crush, Crush, Crush music video. Okay. And I was like, I have no idea who this is, but she's like badass. Right, and I right, loved right, her. right. right. And uh, so I, I like had a little phase and I was like six. And then <laughs> recently, like a couple years ago, I was like, wonder what Paramore is up to. And it was right as they were recording right. their new album. Yeah. And so I just, you know, fell in love with them again. It must have been quite a trip to go and see yeah. in person the thing right. that, yeah. that you saw as such a young person. Definitely inspired me as a, as a young Yeah. I mean, because your impression of someone is, is, you know, they could be a character in a novel for right. all you know, and then they're right there. Right. And I think that's why I love um, going to see shows in like the theaters and the, and the smaller clubs and the smaller venues is because, you know, I've seen, I've been to a couple arena shows and it was like just watching a movie of one of the arena shows. You know, they have those online. Yeah. And so it's it, when I when I would stand in the crowd I'm like this doesn't feel as real as when I am, you know, three people back from my idols and watching them perform and watching them emote as they play music. Totally. So. Yo. Hey. <laughs> Show that sticks out like okay. you're like, "Okay, hang on." Mine is pretty much the opposite of Chloe's. I in uh, so Fantastic. in 6th grade, I was when I was in 6th grade, uh, my parents and my brother and I were visiting New York when uh, my visiting like my one of my dad's friends in right, New York right, right. and he got a us tickets to a show and at this time the only shows that I have seen live were like I saw 
Green Day once and right. and Blink One Eighty Two once, and th- so I, like I'm I'm like purely like um, arena shows, and then we went to see this uh, this show in like this sort of three S art space like place. It was called the Knitting Factory. Awesome. Yeah. It's a classic spot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Classic. Awesome. And I saw this band called Tiger's Jaw, and they were. Um, they were like now there are only two people, but they were a five person band back in the day, and it was like and I was like front row. There was only like twenty people there. It, it just felt it just felt good to hear like really good music that I haven't heard before in such a small place and being able to actually talk to the guys after the show. Like they they came down and like like a bunch of their friends were in the crowd and I got to be like hey I really like your music can I buy a CD? And it's just really cool. How many people yeah. were in the audience in the knitting factory that night? Like, like 20, 50, 100? 20. Yeah. It was, it was very small. Yeah. That can be such a crazy, powerful experience. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because at that point, it's not about the commerce. It's not about... Yeah. And uh, actually, they Tiger Shaw played at 3S a while ago, like uh, in February. And they and I was and I took Chloe to the show because I was like, oh, you got to see these guys. These guys are amazing. And it was really uh, like it was a great show. And it just threw me back to that time where I was at the Nanny Factory, just like looking up at these guys like they they honestly like songwriting wise. They are my idols like they their songs are some of the best songs that I've ever heard. Well, it's interesting because. You know, uh, Briggs and I both had that experience of, of you get to play in a place that you've always wanted to play, and then your your own work just sort of changes. You play with people that, right? Yeah, I mean, it just feels different. Sure. Yeah. Right. And you kind of rise. Not only do you rise to the occasion, you kind of rise to the venue or to the people that are there. Right. I'm certain that those guys, when they were playing at the Knitting Factory, are like, we're playing at the Knitting Factory. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. <laughs> Following up on that, is there a place that you want to play? Is, is there, there a place that I want to play? Have you played at 3S? I have played at 3S. Okay. Yeah. Is there a place you want to play or, the, or, or, or something similar to that? Where do you see this going? Like just fantasy-wise, not like fantasy where wise. do I know I'm going to be doing <laughs> next okay. year? Okay. Fantasy-wise, uh, Paradise Rock Club. That awesome. place. That is a great venue. That's one of the best. Have you ever been upstairs and watched this show? No. No, I haven't. Up by ah, FOH? Cool. No. Front of house? No, I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good you spot. Go there. Then you're really going to yeah. want to play there because yeah. being up there is just... That's the awesome. For those who people haven't gone, it, Paradise is one of those uh, sort of horizontally formatted. Right, yeah. Right? yeah. It's yeah. wide. It's very wide. Yeah. That's why I like it because you can see deep. from right. anywhere. Totally. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, also, if, there's if, a lot of good go, spots if to it see. turns into a mosh, it pretty much the whole place is a mess. It's a wide mosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. We saw, right. yeah, we right. saw, we saw a band recently at 3S, and it was the entire place was just shoving into each other's yeah, best. That's cool. I mean, I yeah, was, you know, Dad, I was perfectly, <laughs> I'm sure you, you were know, completely I, you know, safe the yeah, whole mm-hmm. time. It's not a problem. You'll be fine. <laughs> my little five foot, yeah. Yeah. No, Paradise has a, has like a balcony, has like a little place. Anywhere else? Add one uh, more to it. Uh, uh, Come on, go for it. Okay, uh, I'm I'm trying to think of like uh, this is actually a very realistic place to play. Uh, wait, what is it called? There's this place in Philly okay. that I'm I'm going I'm going to school in Philly. Really? Yeah, this when? fall. Oh, oh, cool! Congratulations, yeah. man. And there's uh, oh, why can't I for, why can't I remember the name? 
That's okay. I, you, why, how do you know about it in the first place? How do I know? Well, I Kill Giants, that band that yeah. I really admire, they, they, um, they're playing there. That's their first date, tour yeah. date, is at that place. Yeah. And Give me three seconds. I'll stalk <laughs> Instagram and find out no, what the venue's called. Okay. The, um, another thing with the Paradise is that the most recent uh, uh, guy, the most recent show that I saw there, the opening band, the first band that played, is uh I actually know like most of the people in that band. Yeah, right on. Yeah, so I, it's very in that case it's very realistic that I could play there, which is pretty sick. Oh, listen right. up, listen. If you don't stop, oh, they're looking uh, up at the. Uh, uh, first, is that it? First Unitarian Church in Philly. Oh yeah, it is yeah, this is a great place. Um, let's be realistic. You guys are really good at what you do. The trick is to not stop. Yeah, right. There oh, are a yeah. lot of reasons to stop. <laughs> well, I'm, but if yeah. you don't stop, you can play the paradise. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm not, you're not talking about a place that's that's got fifty thousand people yeah, in yeah, it, no. which is bigger than. It's not that you can't do that either, but that's bigger than whether or not your music's good. Yeah, that, at that point, yeah. that's a lot of lightning has to go into a lot sure. of bottles in order for that to <laughs> happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, I'm actually going to a music school. So that's I'm, cool. I'm not going to, I know for a fact that I'm not going to stop this anytime soon. I mean, that's between right you on. and you. It's not yeah. between me and you. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's between you and you. And yeah. yeah. There's there's a guarantee there. You just keep on doing it. Yeah. Happen. How about uh, how about you, Chloe? My plans? Yeah, do you get, no. I mean, do you have a place you want to play? You have a thing you want to do? Um. Well, I think I definitely agree with Jake in terms of the paradise. But I think for me it was because... Uh, my first experience going there was Hippocampus and that was also the first time I saw them. Right. And so it was kind of like, this is a space where I saw my idols. I was with my best friend that night and we just had like this kick-ass time and we got to, we, we didn't actually end up meeting them that night, but you know, it was kind of this experience of like, people are waiting outside by the bus to meet them right. and that's possible and not like, you know, a massive arena where it's it's nearly impossible to even catch a glimpse of the person outside of the stage and so it was my first introduction into kind of this world of of not uh main not mainstream not kind of glorified well glorified for the right reason sometimes um music and so you know and then when i met jake he introduced me into all this stuff and i you know would go to a show and the only people in the audience were the opening bands and that was like awesome um and so i've kind of been to all different size shows and and i think paradise would just be like the perfect in the middle ground for me i guess do you see yourself doing this gosh right now, I you hope. don't have to make your i know life well here. so i next year i'm going to be attending phillips exeter academy and oh, um, wow yeah i'm really excited about it but uh you you don't get a lot of free time I think um, it's singing is something that you yeah. carry with you every. That's second true. Of the day. That is that is. I am lucky about that. But it's I not mean, like you're playing the pipe but it's, organ. It's sort of right? it's sort of the thing too that I was. <laughs> it's sort of the thing too that I was talking about before with like the properly singing of yes. of being able to warm up and and practice what you want to and and do the little thing over and over well, again. It sounds like you have people that are directing you in the right direction. Yes, absolutely. With the singing. Thing. Yeah. So I I'm yeah I I think for me it's it's sort of like I want to do everything right yeah, now. I wasn't asking I you mean, if you want no, to be a rock star. I'm no, saying, yeah. I'm, I'm, I absolutely <laughs> do. I absolutely star. do. And I think the problem right now is that I want to continue with music, but I'm so interested in a million other things that I just, I don't know if that's 
where I'll end up going. You know, I'm very academically focused and I also do a very intense sport and mm. I'm now also in a band. So it's just sort of like so many things and I'm trying to kind of squeeze them into one and, and figure out how to do it. I'm sorry, I keep extending this because it no, feels like we're, we're coming up towards an ending. But uh, there are, you can almost draw a line between musicians who are part or, or were part of serious sports and, and not. What, <laughs> do you mind asking what, what the sport is? Yeah, I row crew. Um, well, I Jeez, don't. Nice. I I don't row it. I actually cox it. Oh, so really? That yeah, it becomes. Does everybody hate you? Everyone <laughs> hates me. It's the <laughs> best feeling because I get to yell at them. I I told them literally yesterday. I was like. I was yelling. I was like, shut up. Stop talking about all this stuff. I was like, you know, push harder, push hard. You know, my coach is saying, oh, yeah, um, you know that you're pushing hard enough when your teeth hurt because blood stops getting supplied to your capillaries. Like, that's where you want to be when you're running. Do you running. ever have to row at all? No. Oh, no, God, no, I stopped. Do you have to carry your own, uh, what, what do oh, you call they, them, ergos? Ergs, no. Ergs? No, I don't even erg. They carry me into the boat. Oh, my but, goodness. But no, so I was yelling them the other day, How and I was like. How they hate you? <laughs> so I was yelling them at the other day. One kid, one kid dropped me in the river. Um, yes. But I was. I gotta say, just for that one <laughs> moment, he stepped on a rock. So yeah, but that's okay. Sure, it's hilarious. I'm no, sure. I'm fine with it, honestly. But no, I. The, you have to get in the river every now and then. Sometimes, if you guys win, like everything, guys, don't you go they, in. They 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 chuck me in. Yeah, they did chuck me in last East yeah, season. Good. But um, no, they're all my friends, and so are, yeah. I'm sitting in this boat, and I'm like. I'm yelling at you to push harder until your body shuts down. So if you hate me, that's fine. Call me a fucking bitch in your head right, if you want right, to. Right. Just keep your mouth shut when right, you do it. Like right. I don't care if you if you right. don't if you call me wow. that. So yeah, there is something about that kind yeah, of commitment. No. Um, although it's usually about <laughs> physical commitment, but well, whatever. Do you at least go running with them or something? Nothing. Okay. I don't anyway. like. Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> my, it's my question. Went it's a awry. very mentally. It's a very mentally demanding. No, of course it is. Part, it is. I guess. And if you throw a rower into a coxswain seat, they're like, I don't know how to do this. Okay. Yeah. I they get like it. to pretend it's all glory, but it's yeah. it's not. It's no, freezing sure. cold. No, I get it. But yeah. Yeah, but that. All joking aside. Yeah. I mean. If you don't do things in your world, you don't have anything to write about. So yes. do everything and right. don't worry about it. And that was, I think, a difficulty was when I was in like sixth, seventh grade, I was like, I want to be in a band. I can't write music because I have nothing to write about. <laughs> I go to a private middle school in New Hampshire <laughs> and I'm at, like, I'm, <laughs> I don't know what to write about. I mean, that's, so, is, that is a unique uh, yeah, point of view. That's yeah. not a bad point so, of view to, from which to write. So I think as, as I've started to get older and I've started to go to local shows and stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, I can write about things now. And, and no, it's, it's, uh, it's a good time. I, I'm, I have to overload myself so much. Because if I'm bored, it's terrible. But because I overload myself, I'm like taking all honors classes and in a band and screen printing shirts for that band and screen printing shirts for this other band and then also doing this intense sport that meets yeah, every yeah. single day of the week. Yeah. So it's, I never catch my breath, but it's totally worth it because I just get to do all this amazing, you know, energy amazing momentum, stuff. Right? You yeah. Know. Yeah. Right, so speaking of this, to pull this together, uh, you guys are going to play us out before we get there. Right. Let's talk about what's up right now. Okay. Are you actually planning on making a new recording, Jake? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, we're When's planning on uh, We don't have a release date yet, but it should be out soon. Should be. Are out you in the process of recording? We're, we're almost in the process. Oh, of record. We're okay, in the process good. of discussing when to record. Okay. And But we have all the songs done, and we're planning on releasing it before the end of the summer. 
Do you have any places to play? Are you going to uh, play we're, any shows as who's we're, we're playing this Friday actually at the WSCA at the the Button Factory stage. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Regretfully, I don't think this podcast will be That's out totally by cool. then. So yeah, we're looking. A, yeah, we're looking to play. Maybe you guys were awesome at that show. I went to it, and <laughs> oh. you guys were unbelievable. See, the 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 the, the podcast is going to come out after they right. already. Played. Uh, yeah. Thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> I see what you did there. Awesome. Yeah. You guys, it gets canceled. You guys <laughs> fucking killed it. <laughs> WSCA was like, what happened? <laughs> Blue yeah, the roof it was crazy. We're, we're uh, looking to play shows. So, so we'll see what uh, happens. after that, do you have? Do you play it like at a regular on a regular basis? We try to. Uh, we I mean, try to. I would expect it would be kind of difficult to get diff- everybody together. It's difficult, mostly because half of the band is in school right now, right? And uh, just that fact makes it hard because that's five days of the week gone. Sure. And yeah, so we we try to we're we're trying to uh, gig out more, but it's uh, we're just anticipating summer yeah. yeah and are you going to school in the fall yeah yeah i'm going to school in the fall let's just leave it there all right he's going so, to philly yeah okay yep. okay so you have another song what's this song called it's called unrealistic dreams this was yeah this is one that jake uh pretty much entirely wrote and uh you know we we made it fit to us obviously but um this one was is one of those ones that's the kind of hypothetical one that he wrote and I put myself into those shoes to sing it. Right. Is this an old song, Chloe? Um, this was the... It wasn't... This was it was the written first right song, after. This was the first song I wrote yeah. after our EP came out. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you must have been hitting the ground running. Oh, you yeah. were like, oh, I <laughs> oh, got yeah. some stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. It's, the, it's the oldest one off the new EP. Right. Right. Which is yet to be recorded, but... Yeah. We do have a, we do have a title for it. Really? Hmm? Yeah. No, I don't you, know. You say it. Oh, For sure. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's called "I'm Sorry, Don't Be." Okay. Yeah. Don't be or don't. I'm sorry. Period. <laughs> don't be. I know. Joking. <laughs> dopey. I'm sorry, dopey. Give it, Jacob. Give it, Jacob. Jake chance to get himself together there. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, one more time, the title. Um, the song is called "Unrealistic Dreams." All right. Before you play it, I want to thank you guys. Well, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Oh, yeah, no, this was no, no, awesome. No. This is this is really amazing. We get to ask the same questions and hear all these different answers. <laughs> right. And we get to hear from all these different that must points be incredible. of view. Yeah, well, so do the people that listen to the podcast, right? And uh, you guys just absolutely smoked this thing. <laughs> nice Thank you. Work. Well, so far. <laughs> I know. We can still bomb it on this last one. <laughs> All right. Well, thank this you. This is why I'm a high stress. Do you person. have any way for people to get in touch with you? Yeah, we have a uh, presence. We have an email, who'sbellaband at gmail right. We have a Bandcamp, who'sbella.bandcamp.com. We got Instagram, who'sbellaband. Who's Facebook, Bella Band. Yep. At Instagram is probably a good place there. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. DM me if you want any merch. Oh, you have merch. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we, talk to merch. Oh quick, yeah, quick. Okay. We, we have stickers. And the stickers are named after the song. Yeah, actually, so, sort of a single, except it's not going to be, it might not be released it's as a single. No, it's but it's about the song we're about to hear. Yep. There's yeah. a connection. And we, oh, also, yeah. we also have shirts. Hand, shirts. Handmade by, uh, handmade by you. M- me, and, me and my mother. Shout That's out to mom. Really? Cool. When you say handmade, like you actually like. Yeah, we, uh, we screen, screen print, print them. them. That's I learned beautiful. how to do that in seventh grade, and that was the only thing I learned in so art class. people thought you guys were, were doing the right thing in, in, the, at, in this weird time. 
that you guys are pursuing the things that are important to them that they can help you out a little bit yeah by maybe grabbing one of these yep, yeah grab a how would CD. they grab one of these they'd go to i uh instagram and be yep. like who's bella Just band send a dm you can also come to the one DM of our is shows a direct message direct for older <laughs> people that have music <laughs> Sorry. love and they also have the money to buy these things <laughs> right so. Yeah, we also, if you come to one of our shows, we sell merch there. So, yep. uh, who's Bella Band? Instagram. Yep. Yeah. On the IG with the DMs. <laughs> we have a Facebook All page, don't we? Yeah. Facebook is too, like, dad era for me. Uh, Jake it's, runs it's the Facebook. <laughs> kind of gross. That's I my they, area. I think they live streamed on the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there, there were a couple of people who, 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 who probably watched. It's all good. All right. All right. So, anyway. So, we don't have it uh, on vinyl yet. That's fantastic. You guys need to take a, a breath there for a second. You know what you're doing? Y'all good? We haven't done this one acoustic before, no, so no, let's no. run so it. It's going to be, be awesome. Be, yeah. Twice it's, as good. it's going to be great. Yeah. Twice as good. I'm excited. All right. Well, thank you very much, young people, for being here. Ladies and gentlemen. Who's Bella? Falling in love over mountains Under green trees The summer of buses I'm chasing unrealistic dreams Now is not the time Let's get into it later Now is not the time Let's get into it later Patience is my strongest trait Yeah, I feel weak from waiting for you to call Refresh my mind Now is not the time Let's get into it Coughing up blood 
coughing, coughing, coughing up blood.